All right, we are live. Welcome. Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be one of those days. Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And whoa, what an intro for you guys today. Um, today's episode, honestly, guys, I really just wanted to start breaking down metabolism a little bit because I get a lot of questions about you know, how do I improve my metabolic rate or is my metabolism the reason why I'm not losing weight? Um, and I just really wanted to take some time. I've done this in the past to kind of break down what the metabolism is, some common mistakes I see people making and obviously help you guys be more metabolic <laughs> for lack of better terms. It's like been one of those days already. I can tell Tuesdays guys are my days where I typically do a lot of my client programming, um, a little bit of my content, get ready for this podcast, but it's kind of like from 5 a.m. until about 7 p.m., just constantly doing something. So um, I'm feeling a little bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a lot of thoughts going on in my head, but it, it's all good. I'm going to stay focused and get you guys what you need to hear today, which is getting you guys to understand your metabolism a little bit. So if you guys get any value out of this episode or any of my episodes, please feel free to reach out to me. Let me know, even if my uh, stumbling on my words bothers you or my horrible intro bothered you. <laughs> I would still love to know that you got value out of the information that I'm providing today. Um, and if you would like a free metabolic assessment, there is also a link to that in the show notes for you guys to do that. Something that I also offer so that you guys can understand where your metabolic rate is and, and, and things you should be doing to improve it. So if you would like me to do a metabolic assessment on you, please fill in that link that's in the show notes. All right. So the first thing I want to talk to you guys about today is what exactly the metabolism is or the process of meta metabolism, what it does and, and what you guys need to understand about it. So the metabolism is essentially, it's actually a process. It's your body's way of transforming the food that you're eating into usable fuel. And this is what keeps us alive. So basically our nutrition consists of proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. These things are going to be broken down into by enzymes in our digestive system. And then they're going to be either carried on to be broken down into amino acids or essential fatty acids or glycogen. And then whatever is left over gets stored in our body as energy, AKA body fat. So, uh, and when it comes down to, um, body composition, our metabolism is essentially what's going to help determine whether we are burning fat or we are storing fat. Now, what we have to understand is our metabolism or the process of metabolism, it's our, its main priority is to keep you alive. It's essentially keeping the engine going. So whenever there is a threat to survival in terms of like not getting enough energy in or high stress, our body is going to try and troubleshoot things and protect you from obviously dying. So this is where we can get into some issues with metabolic problems. But what I want you guys to understand is that your metabolism isn't broken. It's not damaged. It's not, you know, this, this thing it's, it's, it's literally just adapted to trying to figure out how to survive and, and navigate the environmental stressors that you're putting on it. So that's really what you have to understand is that the metabolism isn't like this broken thing. In fact, it's working just fine. It's just that what you're giving it to work with isn't really enough for it to be optimizing your body composition, how you're feeling throughout the day and all that kinds of stuff. So part one of this is understanding how your body works in terms of adaptation to stress. 
whenever, as I said, whenever there is imposed stress on the body, our brain is going to perceive threats, which is going to send signals that our body is looking for ways to survive. Metabolic adaptation is a fancy way of saying, hey, the amount of energy in uh, and what's going on out, energy out is, is not really lining up and I need to somehow adapt to that. And it can adapt many ways in well, two main ways. We can adapt by if we're not feeding our body enough calories, our body ad will adapt to learn how to maintain with less energy available. But we can also reverse that adaptation and feed our body more. Our body becomes less energy efficient. We actually build more lean muscle tissue if we're doing the right things. And, and I'll kind of talk more about this as we get going on. But our body can adapt two ways. If you are somebody out there who has lost a significant amount of weight and all of a sudden you're like 10 to 15 pounds of weight from, you know, your goal weight and the weight starts slowing down and cravings start coming into play. Um, this is a sign of metabolic adaptation. If you're someone that maybe you haven't lost a significant amount of weight, maybe you've only lost a little bit of weight and all of a sudden it just stalls out or you stall out very quickly whenever you go into a fat loss phase. These are all signs of metabolic adaptation. If you are actually consistent with what you're taking in and you're consistently taking in less calories, that no longer is producing a deficit anymore because your body has now adapted. And what it does is the metabolism essentially starts to compensate. Metabolic compensation is your body's way of learning how to adapt. So when you're taking in less calories, a lot of the things that you typically do throughout your day are now burning less calories. You're, you're not moving as much. You're not blinking as much. You're not fidgeting as much. Um, you might not even realize it, but your energy and your workouts is going down. You're not pushing as much intensity there. When you have less food available, your body is also not burning as many calories from the thermic effect of feeding, which we're going to go over. You're also going to notice that with metabolic compensation comes hunger and cravings. Your body's getting signals that there's not enough stored energy and it's going to start to trigger you to crave things, to want things. And now you're feeling like you have no willpower because your diet is no longer easy for you to follow. You're getting too hungry on things. And so this is really important for you guys to understand when it comes to navigating your appetite, that it's not just your willpower. Sometimes your body has, is trying to compensate and, and there's things that we can do to fix this. Other ways our body is going to compensate that people don't even realize is you're going to start to lose lean muscle mass. When your body is compensating for a lack of uh, energy going in, it is going to start to want to have less energy to burn. And our, our muscle mass does take a lot of energy to maintain. If you're doing a lot of cardio and you're in a calorie deficit and you're not doing a lot of weight training, chances are you are likely losing a lot of lean muscle tissue because that is a catabolic activity and you're also not getting in enough energy and muscle is very expensive on the body. Other places we'll notice metabolic compensation is in your gut. You'll start to see that you have some more gut issues going on. So, so, so far what I've kind of covered here, just to kind of, because I know the metabolism has got so many things is what the metabolism is, what it does, why it's important to our body composition, because it's going to determine whether you are going to burn fat or um, uh, store fat. And then understanding that we have a thing called metabolic adaptation that happens whenever we are underfed or if we are overfed. So honestly, going into being overfed, if you are overfeeding the body, what happens? We start to store energy. We start to compensate by storing energy. So you will also see some negative things here, hormone imbalances and such. 
Okay. So when it comes to metabolism, you're not dealing with a broken metabolism. Okay. So when people think that their metabolism is not working, they're essentially say that their body is not taking stored energy or it's not taking the food in and breaking it down into energy. And there are some medical conditions that would cause a discrepancy in this breakdown where you would not actually be digesting food properly. But for most people, that's not the case. What they're referring to is essentially their metabolic rate, the rate that their body burns energy, how much energy their body is burning. And it's not necessarily the process of metabolizing energy. It's that the amount of energy they're, they're burning is somehow being affected by things. So what I want to talk about now, I'm going to kind of skip down a little bit. It's understanding what your metabolic rate consists of. Okay. So basically your metabolic rate consists of your basal metabolic rate. This is going to be determined by your age, your height, your weight, your bone structure. So people with larger bones versus smaller bones, skeletal stress structure, along with your body fat percentage, how much lean muscle mass you have, that's going to make up the majority of your caloric needs. And the best way to optimize this is obviously by building lean muscle mass, because the other things you really don't have any control over. The next place that we're looking at is the thermic effect of feeding, the digestion of your food. This also, um, so the types of food you're eating, the macronutrient breakdown. So protein is going to be more thermogenic than fats. Carbohydrates are more thermogenic than fats. And then the amount of food you're eating. So the volume of those things and the, and how much like fibers in them. So more fruits and vegetables are going to have a thi higher thermic effect than uh, white rice or mashed potatoes. So it's looking at things like that. Then we have our non-exercise activity. This is the amount of time we spend on our feet and moving uh, throughout the day, more sedentary individuals burning less calories than people that are more active throughout their day. And then finally we have exercise burned or I'm sorry, calories burned through exercise. And all of these things make up your total daily energy expenditure, your metabolic rate. So the main things that we can really have an effect on are our lean muscle tissue, our, well, actually everything but our age, height, weight. So really that's what we have to focus on. Most people focus a lot on the exercise activity, but they don't realize that that has the least effect on your overall metabolic rate um, because the amount of calories most people are going to burn in their, in their workouts is probably between two and 600 at the most 600. And so it's a really small effect unless you can really maintain that. And your body tends to adapt to that very quickly. And then you have to get more, you have to use, you have to produce more of it in order to get the same metabolic effect. So you're better off focusing on non-exercise activity, thermic effective feeding, and your basal metabolic rate. Okay. So I wanted to kind of quickly skip up to that because it's really important for you guys to understand what I want to talk to you guys now about is some of the things that people are doing that are negatively impacting their metabolism and, and why you might be struggling to see weight loss or find a plan that's allowing you to lose weight or feel, maybe you feel like you're just kind of sluggish throughout the day and you're not really sure why I'll talk a little bit about thyroid and such like that, but these are the main things I find that are, are really disrupting people's metabolic rates or affecting them overall. Number one is overeating or undereating for entirely too long. So obviously overeating is going to cause excess body fat. This is going to cause a lot of hormone disruptions can also negatively impact thyroid, blood sugar, all those different things. Undereating is also common. And a lot of people are experiencing this when you've been trying to lose weight for a long time. A lot of people are very afraid of calories. Like they, they see the amount of calories they're supposed to be eating and they freak out. I don't understand why 2000 calories is so scary for a woman. It does not make any sense to me. 
but for whatever reason, they're conditioned to believe that that's entirely too much food for them. Okay. So, um, under eating for too long, your body is going to compensate and start to burn less calories. This also is going to affect things like your hormones, your blood sugar, all of these different things, because your reproductive system, because your body is trying to compensate. Um, and all of those things require energy to obviously regulate. And so whenever we don't have enough energy available, our body is trying to pull things away from where it doesn't need them as much. Um, another place is too much stress is that people are either over-exercising and under-eating. Um, they're just over-exercising in general, too much stress throughout their day. And they're just not ever really recovering from that. This has a negative effect on metabolic rate. Uh, sleep deprivation is a big one because your body's not able to restore a lot of the processes that needs to be doing at night to help your body recover from the stressors of your day. Um, and then a lot of hormone disruptors, things like excess sugar and alcohol, um, you know, like I said, excess body fat, um, under eating, all of these things can typically cause negative effects on the metabolism or the rate of metabolism. Okay. I already kind of mentioned a couple of the misconceptions. You don't have a broken quote unquote metabolism. Your metabolism is actually working very effectively. Um, I think the best analogy I can give you guys is essentially like you got different kinds of cars, right? You've got the Hummer, which requires a whole bunch of energy. It's very, very, very expensive to upkeep. And then you've got like the Kia, which is like super energy efficient, like super cheap car. And then somewhere in the middle, you've got like your Toyota, your Lexus, your Teslas and all that kinds of stuff, right? So you really don't want to be a Hummer. That's like the fast metabolizer. Okay. That re person requires a ton of energy. A lot of athletes fall into this category, but you also don't want to be the Kia. Okay. Cause the key is like, you know, you're everything you take in is just getting stored and it's, it's just going to overflow. So you want to be somewhere in the middle. Okay. So I think another misconception is that people think that it's genetics, that their metabolism is slow and this could not be further from the case. Your metabolic rate is very much related to your lifestyle. Um, uh, thyroid is another thing I get questions about is how does the thyroid impact my metabolic rate? In reality, if you are being treated for that hypothyroidism, um, and your thyroid is regulated, you have really no negative effects on your metabolism. Now, if you are still under, you know, under, under active thyroid, you're not, you're still in the treatment process. You might have a negative effect on your metabolism by about 10%. Um, but that's really it. So it usually, usually isn't much more than that. When it goes into some other things I want to talk to you guys about today with metabolism is a lot of the common mistakes that I see people making when they're trying to fix their metabolism. Um, you know, people are looking for ways to speed up their metabolism and they're avoiding the things that really matter most and picking the things that look like band-aids to me. Uh, supplements and specific foods. Oh, eat these and boost your metabolism. Cinnamon's great for your metabolism. Or these supplements are metabolic, met metabolic boosters. If anything, some of these metabolic boosters in terms of supplements might just increase your, like they usually have a lot of caffeine and stimulants, which makes you move more, makes you burn more, but it's not necessarily helping your metabolism. Okay. There really are no specific foods that are going to boost your metabolism. However, eating a lot of fiber and a lot of protein is going to be a big boost on your metabolic rate. So those are two nutrients that you should be eating in order to kind of work on optimizing metabolic rate. Other mistakes I see people making is thinking that meal timing is going to affect their metabolic rate. Like if they eat at night, it's going to get stored as fat. It's bad for their metabolism. If they're skipping meals, it's bad for their metabolism. If they're not eating every couple of hours, it's bad for their metabolism. If they're skipping breakfast, those are all misconceptions because your body honestly doesn't work that way. 
um, even in a calorie deficit, it's, it's over time. Those little days are very small percentages. If it's happening over and over again, you're going to see metabolic changes, but that's because of the overall, the compounding of all of those things. So meal timing doesn't really matter. I think more importantly, just getting consistent nutrient throughout the day makes you feel good. Your energy might be better. So you might burn more calories naturally than trying to focus on being fasted. In fact, fasting can often be bad uh, just because it does cause a triggering effect of excess hunger and cravings. A big one here is people think that fasted cardio is going to boost your metabolism. And in, in fact, honestly, this might negatively impact your metabolism because cardio is a stressor on the body. And if you're chronically doing like fasted cardio, you're also likely giving your body signals that, hey, like I'm catabolic and you might actually see a decrease in your lean muscle mass, especially if you are in a calorie deficit. So we definitely want to make sure we're fueling our bodies. I think the big mistake that I've already kind of hit this one as home is chronically underfeeding their body in an effort to either maintain or lose weight. If you're constantly afraid of eating too much, you are negatively impacting your metabolic rate. So let's talk about some things here today that are going to hopefully end this episode with things you guys should be doing to optimize your metabolic rate. Okay. So number one, we should be strength training regularly. We should be hitting the gym, you know, three to four days a week of, of weightlifting, some people, more experienced athletes are training five to six days a week, but you should be weightlifting at least three to four times a week. You should not be living in a calorie deficit. So we can have periods of time in a calorie deficit, but we should be matching that with more time spent at maintenance to allow our body to eat enough calories to optimize things. And if you don't know where your caloric needs should be, shoot me a message. We'll get a metabolic assessment and get you ready to roll. Um, number three is we want to make sure that we're getting in enough protein and enough fiber. So calories matter, but we want to make sure that we're optimizing by getting those two nutrients up and really focusing on a whole food based diet. That's all going to help with the thermic effect of feeding. Okay. Number four is you want to be moving throughout your day. So you should be spending time on your feet. If you have a very, you know, a busy job where you're at, at a desk all day and you really can't move much, you might have to make more of a conscious effort to get up and move going for a walk before work and after work and those little things. I tell people that just to find smart ways to build in movement throughout their day. If you have a very sedentary job, it might be where you park your car might take you 15 minutes to walk to your door. Like that's a smart thing to do. Um, you know, when you go to the grocery store, those, those little tips that they gave you years ago are still going to play a factor today. So we want to make sure that we're moving more and then understanding what it means to have the right dosage of cardiovascular exercise. That's not going to be too stressful on your body it's not wrong to do like cardio or high intensity training. You just have to make sure that you're not doing too much of it and not feeding your body enough to recover, not resting enough to recover from it. So we want to have that blend there. So short little episode today. I wanted to kind of talk to you guys a little bit about the metabolism. Uh, hopefully this was helpful. <laughs> I feel like I was stumbling in my words for the first like five minutes of it. But um, if you guys do want uh, a metabolic assessment, please shoot me a message. Also, as I'm ending this episode, a couple of other things coming up. Guys, next Thursday on the 31st, the actual sign up is not up yet, but it will be up any day now. We are finalizing the final thing, final details. Um, I am doing a webinar next Thursday, uh, August 31st, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fat Loss Frameworks. We are going to be breaking down everything you guys need to understand about how to set yourselves up on a sustainable plan to lose fat, maintain it, and feel really good. Um, this is for those of you guys out there that are looking to feel better in the gym, you've been frustrated, you've tried a bunch of things and you're getting nowhere, 
and you're just looking for some way to understand what really matters and how to make it simple and easy for you. So if that is you, I hope that you're going to sign up for my webinar. If you want more questions on it, or if you have questions on it, stay tuned because I am going to be answering some questions over the next couple of days. Um, I've been kind of teasing things a little bit on my Instagram stories and my Instagram feed. Well, Instagram feed, not so much my stories. I'm not super active on my stories. I try to be, but I just get burned out by, I, I really don't like social media too much. I try to, because that's where I connect with you guys. But um, for the most part, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't do a lot of scrolling. So but that's what I got for you guys this week. So if you guys need anything, any other topics or anything you want answered, please let me know. Um, I look forward to next week's webinar and uh, until the next episode, talk to y'all soon.